Hi, I'm Michaela, a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm Savannah, not a psychotherapist. Welcome to our podcast, Be You, Find Happy. Real life conversations about life and the pursuit of happiness. disclaimer everybody we recorded outside at savannah's house and the wind was insane so i did my best to remove it is why sometimes it sounds a little echoey and then it doesn't but then sometimes i left the wind because i feel like it really contributed to the conversation that we were having so anyway i hope that you can hear past the audio issues in this episode and get the message So, well, actually, I'm just going to get started because I, I'm on a time crunch today because I have a lot going on this week and we're trying to squeeze this podcast in at nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And that's not my go-to time, by the way. So like, I don't function very well before like 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I have had no coffee. I usually don't even have coffee until I get to work because I don't even have the time to make coffee in the morning. Oh, see, I, I can't function like that. I even I worked um, for remotely. I worked at home for a, an East Coast company. And so I had to be up at seven to be on conference calls. But I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to shower. I didn't have to like function. You know, I could just join into the call, kind of slowly wake up. <laughs> and that worked OK. But even that for me was like pushing it. Yeah. Let's talk about why are you in a rush this okay, morning? OK, but before we do all of that. <laughs> OK. Here's what I really want to talk about because we have not done this in like 15 episodes. Oh, I got to start over. I just feel like my tone is not right at all. You're just be yourself. I know, but I'm tired. I'm trying to tell it's you okay. I'm not a morning podcast. It's okay. People are tired. <laughs> that is okay. Okay. Be yourself. Yeah, I'm being myself, but myself has not been very entertaining right now because I am not like literally. Okay. Let me just start over and tell you my morning. Um, I don't know. The cat slept on my face. I literally have the puffiest eyes in the world and I'm hoping I'm not getting sick and then it's just allergies. But, uh, then I was like, Oh God, I have to go to the mall today. And I'm not a mall person at all. I am like a Amazon and Amazon shopper or like a boutique. If I see a boutique on a store, like on a street that I'm walking through like a cute town and I see a cute thing, I go into the boutique or I get it on Amazon. If it's like a must get, like I need a new pair of jeans, don't want to fuss with it, I'm gonna just go get one on Amazon, whatever. Sometimes I'll go to TJ Maxx. Do you think your intent for your shopping is different though? Because normally you're just, oh yeah, but you're going shopping for a reason. Today. I am going shopping for a reason and it wouldn't get here fast enough for Amazon, but not only all of that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear a dress because I, if I know mom and Tess, they're going to be throwing a million things at me. I'm going to be sweating balls and I'm going to be in and out of changing rooms 50 million times. So I'm going to wear something I can slip over my head super easy and flip flops. And then you're like, we're going to podcast outside today. And I'm like, that would normally be nor like perfectly great on a Saturday in May, except that it is 60 degrees and I'm wearing a dress and flip-flops. So I'm freaking freezing, Mr. Bugglesworth. She's got a blankie. I got her blanket. Okay. Unexpected things. Ben was here. I thought you said he was out of town. Oh, he, yeah, no, he didn't leave yet, unfortunately. <laughs> so I feel flabbergasted. Take a, take a deep breath. Okay. Er if that works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But let's start now with this and say this. This is so important. In 15 episodes, we've not said this. I want to give a super big shout out to everybody who has rated and commented on our podcast. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe. It's so important. It is how podcast land works. And if you want to hear us, um, please click the subscribe button. And I also want to give a huge shout out to Michelle, who sent us a voice message on one of our last podcasts. She said that she listened to our Armageddon episode and loved it. And she's going to be listening to many more Be You Find Happy podcasts. So there Yay. is. Thank you, Michelle. There is a super cool new function where you can, um, you can, uh, hit record if you're using the anchor app and send us a voice message in the middle of the podcast huh. you can reply to questions you can ask a question you can tell us 
you love us. You can tell us we suck. Okay, so I had a crazy morning. Cat slept on my face, allergies, puffy, freaking out that I'm going to get sick because I was at a field trip this week with the kiddos and then did the water assembly at the school with the kiddos. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I coming down with something? Miss Appleby was sick. And, um, and then last night at this restaurant we're at, this lady walks by and randomly says, be careful for the flu. It's going around. Literally randomly said that leaving a restaurant last night to everybody in the restaurant. I think she was drunk, but I was like, is that an omen? Did you just jinx me? I have to be somewhere on Monday, and I cannot be dealing with the flu. So where do you have to be on Monday? So I have to be on TV. <laughs> I can't believe that. So the backstory is that I got invited to be on TV and freaked out and was like, no, I can't do it. And I remember I even pulled you over in the car and was like, at the school, and was like, I don't think I can do this. And you're like, you have to do this. You have to do this. Um, I think it's pretty cool that you're going to be doing this because what it's coming from is not something that your current project. It's like your resurface project, a voice that's still being heard project, which makes me really happy. It does make me happy, but it definitely has really jumble up a lot of thoughts for me like in the way of um just my own personal growth and the journey to get here and I think that the timing is you just made this motion like stop no it was a hair but you were pulling a hair out I there's hairs everywhere on my face see this is morning podcasting for me I can't get my thoughts together I'm not I don't function before 10 o'clock in the morning it's really hard for me to podcast in the morning like it's really hard for me to do anything in the morning and so the fact that I have to be on a LA morning news show at 830 is terrifying me I'm not gonna lie is it live yeah <laughs> it's live yeah Oh, you're going to be great. I think there's like a 15-second buffer zone. Don't say the F word. Don't show my boobs. Don't show your boobs. Don't be yourself. Take a couple of deep breaths. So actually, um, the topic for the, pod, for the live TV show is actually going to be happiness in spite of life's setbacks. So I did not know that when Seriously? I originally did all this. Yes. That's what they're topic is yes that's pretty freaking appropriate yeah yeah so and and actually they have they have some questions they're going to be asking me and and all of that kind of stuff so I do have some show notes now I did not have that until yesterday at noon and so I I had a lot of anxiety this week thinking like one I didn't get back to her quick enough so I was supposed to be on the show on Friday and I didn't get back to her quick enough so now I'm I'm going to be on the show on Memorial Weekend on Monday on the actual Memorial holiday and um, which could be good could be bad I have no idea I, I, I I'm not sure um, gave me a little bit more time to get like a camera ready attire which is why Tez and mom and I are going shopping in a little bit which is the least part of it Michaela the least part of what you're going to look like. Your, so your voice is going to be really, and what you have to say is really the big part of why you're so, going to be on the show. Yes, you would think that, except everything that I've been, um, so I was, I went to, uh, we should back up on that, on the building blocks of my life that have somewhat prepared me for this potential possibility, you know, with the journalism degree and wanting to be like, a, I wanted to be a news anchor. It's what I wanted to do. So that's what I went to college for. I was going to be Jane Polly. I wanted to be Jane Polly. I don't know who Jane Polly. Oh is. my God, I'm so old. <laughs> I know who Juliana Barbara Ransick Walters. Is. Do you? Know yeah, who she I know is. Who Barbara. Okay, Walters. well, so I wanted to be her. Okay. Um, twenty twenty. Like, what did you want? Did you want like a morning show? Did you want something? No, like I wanted like reporting the the dis, you know the deceit in the world and like you wanted to fish it out and report uh-huh. it. Yep. Yep. I was going to be like CNN. Like Dateline NBC. So anyway, <laughs> the point is that's awesome. That that's um, awesome. that what was I saying before I said that? You were you talking about the the building blocks that have got you there. No, but before that, you're talking about your clothes. <gasps> oh yes, and they are as important as what I say. You know why? Because if I wear something ridiculous, everyone's going to be looking at that and not listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, I just don't think you're going to wear something that ridiculous unless you're like going to Lady Gaga it up. My and you're like, dude, she has huge. a meat dress on. No, my boobs are huge. So wear something dark. No, that's the thing. It sucks up the light. 
So you can't do that either. Otherwise you look like a floating head. There's a lot of things that go into this. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> no. So, but for real, I do, um, I was struggling a lot with, am I deserving of this opportunity? Why? Why would you, I, to me, that is the craziest. Why do you feel that way? I never feel like I've worked hard enough. I almost feel like... And that's in your like moment before you hit your head in your pillow or while you're in the middle of working out. What makes you feel that way? I feel um, when opportunity arises, I tend to, to go, I'm not... I know I'm capable, but I'm not deserving because I still haven't paid my dues. I still have to pay more dues. But when I think about teetering till now... It's been wrote, 10 years. You wrote 10 years ago. It's been 10 years of dues. Yeah. Definitely not a one-hit wonder. <laughs> Definitely not. Did you expect to have be a one-hit wonder? Or did you expect so, to be an insta, insta fame? When Teetering was publishing, obviously that book came to be a book because it was an online blog that had huge following. And on Facebook, I had huge support. And I really felt like that book was going to make it to Oprah. And it was going to be on Oprah. It was going to be Oprah's book club and, and all of that. And, um, and I taught myself everything I needed, like how to do video promos. And if you search on YouTube, you'll find the one from 10 years ago with comedian Sandy Steck still on YouTube. Oh, I remember it. It was at a cafe outside. I, we were eating the whole time. And Rio was like standing right behind me. Oh, I totally me. remember and, it. Yes. Oh, you were not. We weren't friends, but I remember watching that. I totally yes, know exactly yes. what you're talking about. So I really, and I, I did, you know, it's funny. I, I was doing all that kind of stuff before. Now all the authors do that. All the Insta people are doing those kinds of promo videos and things like that. And I was doing that before. That was really a thing. I was using Movie Maker and I was using um, my computer or my phone or my little camera that I had and setting it up on different little things and piecing audio together with because it wasn't as easy as it is now to like record it and put it all together yeah and now it's like you you can just literally it's instant instant yeah, yeah and it would take me hours to make these videos and stuff and I did that and I had everybody send in pictures of themselves with teetering all over the world and put it together in a in a package that I sent to Oprah and I really thought it was gonna go and um and part of it was me after the book came out I felt very exposed I wrote a memoir at 28 years old I mean who does that <laughs> And it's a great story, obviously, because it's still it's still receiving um, accolades. It got the San Francisco Five Star Award, which is honestly, I think, in January, which is honestly, I think, how all of this kind of has come down more recently. But um, it was not I was not ready. If I had to go on a Los Angeles television station back then, I'm one of the biggest morning shows in Los Angeles. I wouldn't have had the words that I'm going to have now. The words that I would have had then would not have been superficial, but they would not have been experienced. Now I've healed from the process of what teetering is about. And I became a psychotherapist and I worked on making myself whole from the inside out. And I uh, have all of these different building blocks now. So we take my original journalism career and then we stack onto it my sales and marketing career and then we stack onto it all of the work I did as a psychotherapist to to heal myself and to help heal others and working in the emergency room dealing with 5150s and seeing really the worst of what people are going through and then we add on to that the other books that I've written the children's books and having a child and being a mom and having yeah, I think that experience the, big two, the 10 years of Parenthood, and becoming a mother. Yeah. And the 10 years of marriage. I mean, you were married uh, towards, you know, you talk about that because you were married before, but not, not to Matt. Right. And not to what you're currently married to and, right. and who you've had a child with and built mm -hmm. a home with. Yep. Yep. So we take all of that. 10, 10 years of that. And then we add on top of that, um, that I used to work in CBS, I used to work for CBS radio and, and that whole world. And then you say, let's start a podcast and we start a podcast and you put all of these things together. And then now you have a foundation for which to speak from. 
And the only thing that I can kind of, the only way that I can kind of tell myself that I am deserving and I have paid my dues is that I know in my heart that the words I have to say off, will offer something to someone. They will help someone. And that's always been my, my goal. That's always been my purpose. But when I wrote Teetering, I was trying to help myself. And I think it's shifted a lot since then. And so I feel deserving only in that way, in the way that I know that what I'm saying um, has a lot of work behind it. It really does. And um, it doesn't make me any less nervous <laughs> or feel any less worried. But, you know, at least it's um, it's it's what gave me the courage to it, you and I's conversation when you're like, no, you have to do this. This is what you've been working for. And this is your platform um, is what allowed me to email the lady back and say, yes, granted, almost 48 hours later, 36 hours later, but I did it. I did it. And, um, and the other thing that is just super weird and I would be remiss if I didn't mention it is that I did an intention reading with this, these two ladies. I, I met this woman on a whim in Chicago. I, I think I told you I went to this festival with a towel from the hotel room and met this lady and she was selling these bracelets, this one that I'm wearing. And I ended up booking a reading with them, um, an intention reading for 2019 on my birthday in November of 2018. And uh, everything that she had said told me this was going to be the year and that things would be happening. And we worked together on a mantra and we sealed the mantra in a mala that was actually blessed in Bali. And my mantra was, my words have global wings. That was my, my mantra. So I feel energetically like I'm everything I've been doing since then and everything that I've been saying since then comes from a place of, of that mantra and wanting to heal and wanting to help reach people and spread the idea that you can be happy in spite of life's setbacks. And, and I think that suddenly, energetically, I'm congruent. Therefore, people are like, oh, I get it. It makes sense to me. I understand what you're working on. I understand what your purpose is. And before, when I just had teetering, I was like, well, this is a great story. This girl wrote this cool memoir. But what's the hook? I think the hook would be for other 28-year-olds, 40-year-olds to keep going. Because here, 10 years later, you can, you have probably two more books that are still teetering on disaster. Oh yeah. That which is which is more to it. Mm -hmm. I think I think if I if I picked up so I, I read your book at 20. It wouldn't have the same effect to me if I read it today at 31. Which I think you maybe of at that time those were your words and that was it came it came out when it needed to come out for you but also for other people that need to know that because if you were read, if you were to read this book and then you look and meet you today 10 years later you'd say well that's not really what you're it shows growth and it shows hope because I think a lot of people really would listen listen to teetering or read teetering and say oh I can totally relate to that I today at 30 extremely relate to your book at night at 19 and 20 i i liked your book because i liked you you know <laughs> was not relatable i um i think each one of those blocks that you were talking about you just told yourself you are deserving you're totally deserving of this opportunity it's crazy and maybe and maybe it's absolutely i'm going to be on there for three minutes and it's going to be nothing and you know what's funny i've been on tv many times before when i worked for california family fitness as their their marketing director we had a standing quarterly show on uh k-series morning show and we would show fitness tips and tricks and whatever and i would talk sometimes someone else would talk sometimes i would be doing push-ups or whatever using the trx system or whatever it is so different now promoting my own story 
Right. Not your own book because you could write a fiction book about anything. You're promoting yourself and That's your story, your crazy. vulnerability, your truth, crazy. your words that have global what it, wings. 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 And, I, and you know what's funny is I really feel like I'm jumping off a cliff and need to spread my wings and fly. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? When I said wings, I just pictured like a cute little little bird like fluttering around and when I made that mantra in my mind and right now I feel like I'm a big old like honking eagle that's like trying to get off the ground come on let's go (laughs) yeah um I know you very well and I can see how wound up you are dude it's crazy right you are like I can feel it you're just energy I'm energy it's a lot it's a lot you, of energy. It didn't help that the cat slept on my face all night. Yeah. When you get on that plane That's, with your wings, you're doing it. It's done. Yeah. Here you are. Yeah. You know, we we were talking about the ex- expectations of that organized fun. This is fun, Michaela. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. This is fun. Super fun. Don't make it no, I organized won't. Organized. No, you know I will be having fun. You know I will be having fun. You're in. You'll be in your zone. And I will be laughing, and I will be having a great time, and hopefully, not throwing up and shitting yourself. Not knowing what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, realistically, is anybody even watching TV, especially on Memorial Monday? It's maybe. Maybe what that one person, maybe it's just that one right person that leads to that next door, that leads to that next door, it leads to that next door. Maybe and it doesn't. That's and even if and even if there isn't, what it's, is it doing for it's you? It's my journey. It's, it's my your experience. Journey. It's part of my growing. One thing that's cool is I feel really detached from the life that was teetering, in a lot of ways, and I feel very reattached to the life that was teetering in a lot of ways. As far as like when, the, I mean, in teetering, I grow up in this in this wilderness town with no running water, no electricity, living off the land, doing it like back to roots. And then I go down to San Diego and, or, well, first the Bay Area and then San Diego and have this whole life experience. And it ends with me visiting this town, but not living in it. Visiting it and reconnecting with my you roots. You talk about Matt, don't you, in, in the in teetering? He's in teetering as uh, it's. Uh, this is really funny. He's in teetering. If you get the book, in the chapter where they built the go kart and raced it down to Marvel, that's when he's in teetering. He was in that cart with Robert and Jared. I don't even think Jared built the cart. Yeah, Jared was there for the cart build, but I don't, it was him and Robert that were in the cart going to Marvel. Crazies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And so I feel detached and reattached in many ways. It's very interesting. I still would love to see Teetering become a movie, only because I think it would just be so hysterical and so funny. And how fun would it be for us all to get to go to the to the Grammys? No, no, that's the music ones. What's the other ones? The Oscars. <laughs> Oscars. The Oscars. Academy Awards. Academy T- Awards. No, that's right? TV. No, the Emmys is TV. Emmys. I don't know. <laughs> but how fun would that be would to be get fun. to like... I actually think that you need to write Still Teetering on Disaster. And you, you, you even give like a couple year gap and then you pick up. You realize my husband would divorce me. <laughs> he is so... Oh. And you, I think you talk about um, being pregnant and shitting in a bucket oh while gosh. you are re- refinishing your country home. <laughs> I think you talk about. Um, I don't think that's even been mentioned until then. Did you know that? How did you know that? Did I tell you that? Did you see friend. the bucket? I'm your best friend. <laughs> but he did such a good job of like cutting a circle out of a big like log and putting the bucket they didn't have the luggable loo back then yeah and then you talk about all your adventures you talk about ireland you talk about the first day you held your son you know those are things that that girl that came back to georgetown didn't wouldn't know that's crazy i know i'm pushing i'm pushing still teetering Still teetering. That's all you call it, still teetering. Be because here. we are. Happy. We are still always <laughs> teetering, right? And that is the, is the thing. But I think you may have thought that time you really were. But I'm stopping you because do you feel this mad wind all of a sudden? It's been here this whole time. Not like this. Yeah, 
not like this. You'll hear it on this microphone. That is my aunt and my grandma that I, I'm sorry. I did this angel reading a couple of years ago and it wasn't even, yeah, it was, it was probably about a year and a half ago, two years ago now. And they showed up and I knew it was them because of how she described, she was, did I already tell you this story? Yeah. Okay. And they said to write, to pick up the pen and write. And she said, you have a story to tell. And I was like, ooh, you know, I don't feel like I want to tell that story. And then you say, you need to write Still Teetering. It's the first time anybody's ever told me to write a sequel to Teetering. It came when you said <laughs> that. And I don't miss these sorts of things. This is the energy of the elders. <laughs> this is the energy of the universe. I know I sound like a hippie, but that's true. You're just being yourself. Is the wind blowing like that now? No, it stopped. It's completely stopped. It picked up so hard when you said you need to this write. poor girl. Her eyes are just like I know. watering, running. I don't know if they're tears. I don't know. They're totally not tears, dude. I'm just going, <laughs> The cat ah. slept on my face and I have allergies. Or I'm getting sick, which I hope is not what's happening. Hi, I'm Michaela. <laughs> oh. so, thank, thank you so much for having me on your show. <laughs> Still teetering. Oh my God, that's going to happen. Can we, I was going to say, shift gears for a minute, but I'm being really mindful of all the terms I use now because I was told I say circle back too much. So can we shift gears for a minute and talk about the podcast that I recorded with my sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law, <laughs> sure. with my family on vacation? Sure. Let's go ahead. All bad. <laughs> That's sound quality or content? Dude, it was bad. The whole fight was bad. You recorded the whole fight because I didn't listen to it all. At some point, I got called into the podcast. Yes, and you're in the podcast. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh, God, I'm in this awkward, who's the worst cook? And I'm going, mm, I've had all of their food. I'm not saying anything. Oh, good thing you didn't because you would be on the massive shit list right now. I'd be on set, on set one on a level with any one of them. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, it was... It was really intense, intense to say the least. Like, and what's crazy is because the podcast was recording when we were all together, everybody was drinking. That's never good. And it recorded how the original fight started. Here comes that wind again. It's got some fierceness behind it, doesn't it? Do you really want to, I wouldn't want to publicize that. Do you want to publicize that? What? That, the argument, the, that episode. No. I'm just, where I was going with that is, I don't think that I should ever podcast while drinking with my family. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. Yes. It um, was all bad. It, it was pretty funny, though. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was like, I, I was not on vacation with the three of you. I was at home, sober, and I get this phone call. I'm going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scary. Scary McScaryson. Scary McScaryson. That's all I can say. So we've been talking for I don't know how long, about 34 minutes. What would you like to talk about? We were going to talk about vulnerability, I thought. Talk about vulnerability and silencing your voice. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll just give you a recap what's going on with me lately. Would you yeah. like to hear what I've been up to? Uh, work. Work, more work. So my days are a little bit different and I pretty much have um, abandoned my family and left oh, my wow. husband to, to fend for the wolves. Um, I've, I'm in a project at my new job. I've only been in my job 120 days. That's it, 120 days. Um, and I feel like I've been there for five years already. 
I've been out of town. I was out of town. 120 days is like almost half a year. Isn't it? Um, well, 90 oh, days. Oh, four months. Four months. Four months. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That went fast. Very fast. <clears throat> when um, we started this podcast, you were starting this job. Yeah. So here wow. we are close to 120 days. Wow. Four months. Five months we've been doing our podcast. Do you like it? I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the content. I love it. But what so I don't love. you made the jump? Uh, work-wise, career-wise, okay. yeah. All right. Family-wise, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have. I don't see my children. I see them on Facetime. Um, oh. I don't take my daughter to school. This whole week, I didn't even see her homework packet. I don't. Couldn't tell you what her spelling words were. Wow. Yeah. Um, my. If it wasn't for my mother-in-law and my mom, and well, extreme kudos to my husband. I don't know how it, it it would go but at the same time it still goes yeah. and my husband is completely capable of doing all of those things yeah that i do um it's funny though because they feel like they're supposed to get this praise for doing what you do and it's like right. i don't want praise I ch- you have to do it y'all right. gotta feed your kids they have to right. have baths they have to do homework i think i think what i find interesting is i know that they are capable of it but when i think about it they do it so differently than we do and that's where I think that's where my my idea that they don't do it as well comes in because it's just differently. So, for example, I was talking to Jody in the office and I was saying I was putting together the little birthday packets for Tucker's birthday, like the little giveaways that you give to the kids. And I said to Jody, what do single dads do? You know, how do they do this? Do they just like do the birthday in a box kind of deal or you know they're not going finding every little perfect thing to go with the gold mining themed birthday party the Hershey's gold nuggets and the little gems and you know you still only have one kid you have one child (laughs) I could not imagine if you had more than one kid it's like it would it doesn't happen so how do how do single dads do it that's we should have a single dad on this podcast yeah tell me a single dad you'd want to bring on the podcast I don't know any single dads. I know a good single dad that actually I met because he was an author um, and his wife had just passed and we were in the same San Diego like readers and writers thing. And um, he is like, he actually, I think he has a a blog about single dad life. He's still on my LinkedIn. I'm going to find him. Yeah. He would be great to have on the podcast. Yeah, but I'm talking like that's a very f- unfortunate widowed single dad. Single dad by by divorce. That's throwing it down. That mom is out of the picture. Mom is out of the well, cuz I feel like that's the critical piece. I'm wondering how single dads who don't have, I mean, do they rely, you know what I mean, who don't have a mom. The, the kids don't have mom. Mom's not coming in doing the birthday party. I'm talking the single dad who does not have... If you're a single dad listening to this podcast and you have no help from mother to your children... Call us. We want to talk to you. Voice message us on anchor.com forward slash FM. Yeah, there are there are single dads out there doing it. Just I want to hear... in our community. I well, in hear. our community. Not in my life that... I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I can think of one single dad in our community. I do. I do. I know t- actually two dads, two single dads that are doing it in our community. And I don't really want to go there, but I don't want to have yeah. That would be way too heart-wrenching for me. Here goes the wind again. So I think we should have a single dad on the podcast, one that we're not so close to or that we know so that well. Sounds good. <laughs> now, good. thank you. I was not fucking crying and now I am fucking crying. <laughs> Oh, what, how did that conversation even come up? I don't know. I don't know. Yo, your work. Well, obviously we were meant to, to talk about that. Yeah, and so it, it's, it's been nice. It's been changing. Um, I've been growing, learning new things. So it's always nice to be like in that part where you're stretching your brain again and you're interacting with adults. And I am actually kind of the younger person um, in my career field. Oh, so sure. To be the younger person again is a little weird, but they're, I'm finding that they're actually like a generation below me that mm-hmm. I'm working with, which mm-hmm. so for the first time I'm feeling not like um, the youngest person in the room, which I mean, nine times out of 10 I am, but they're still, 
I would say like 70% of the time I'm the youngest person in the room. It's such an awesome space to be. <clears throat> I was in that space in my career a lot and I felt very, um, at times, undeserving. Like I hadn't paid my dues, but at times I felt very empowered, especially if you have some good, solid mentors. And when I reflect back on it now, I wished I'd not felt so undeserving at times. I wished I'd embraced that I was working just as hard as everybody else and, and, you know, and was capable. Yeah. Leaving the home also too. Well, I'm, I'm, they're two different mindsets. You're in, you have so much going on at work in your career and, and those thoughts, even just like I'm in this room, you're here. It's hard to also be thinking about your kids and your family at home. It really is really hard to do both because you almost like put your different hat on when you come home and now I'm mom and I'm on my, you know, down on my kids in their eye level and talking to Della in, in my Della voice where I even have this division with Austin who is, you know, we even, we read Pete the cat. That's Della's like, she loves anything Pete the cat. And I was brushing Austin's hair and Della had already sent her upstairs after she'd brushed her hair and had a, a bath. And I'm sitting with Austin and we're kind of start cracking on Pete the cat. And we're like, Pete the cat stepped in a pile of dog shit. And she, she starts laughing and she's like, mom. And I was like, what did he say? She said, oh, S-H-I-T. Oh, you know, no. It was pretty funny. But it's like you, you just, you change, even that, so you change that hat within your two kids. You know, I, I can't talk. I, sh- I shouldn't talk like that to Austin, but she gets the joke. I mean, she can spell shit. Right, you know right, right, right. Um, Ordella is still. So playing these different hats definitely been, and different voices that I've had, the way I speak with Della, the way I speak with Austin, the way I speak at work. And the other one that I'm struggling is how I speak with my significant other. That's a, that one gets thrown to the bottom of the list. I... I find the topic of the hats that we wear and the things that we say to others such so interesting, the masks that we put on. Um, and so necessary sometimes because, for example, age appropriateness, like you're describing. But then how often do we put on a hat or put on a mask because we, we're afraid to speak our truth because we silence ourselves. I know I do that a lot. I silence myself a lot for fear of judgment or for fear of, you know, offending somebody or because it's just easier. Well, you, you put yourself in that. I feel like when you put take all your masks off and your voice is your voice, sometimes it's re- you're putting yourself in a really vulnerable place. I think I look at – think of teetering and you put yourself in a really vulnerable place because you put – that was you. You you know, you you talked about how you grew up. I know that wasn't easy talking about, you know, growing up a certain way or... The Dirt ha- poor, we can say it. <laughs> yeah, the haves and have-nots um, to, to not living that way. It's funny that vulnerabilities come up so much because I absolutely adore Brene Brown, and she wrote The Power of Vulnerability, and she has a TED Talk on that... Um, Actually, I don't think that's the name of the book. I'm trying to think of it now. I've read them both. But she now has a Netflix special on it, on these ideas. And uh, I think I really need to reconnect with with those stories because they are so inspiring in how she talks about, you know, fear and and not being afraid to to be who you are. I even just saw a post from uh, Rachel Hollis where she said that, you know, does the world call you extra? Does the, does the world, you know, do this or do that? And these things, they're trying to make you small and let your voice be heard. But then even in reading, even in reading her post, I even felt a little bit of like, well, who the hell do you think you are? You know what I mean? And that that was me trying to make her small. Yeah. We always talk about what everybody does to us, but it's really hard to think of what do we do what do we do as moms to silence our children? Mm-hmm. What do we do to our spouses to mm-hmm. silence? Or what I did at work today, did it actually, that person went home and thought about it. Just like I went home and was like, man, well, what do they mean by that comment? Yeah. We are sometimes, and I've been told that I also am not reflective on, on being uh, mindful of other people's time. You know, we talked about, we started that. Um, but the, the effect that, I know I'm moving around in my chair. 
my hips are killing me. Um, what effect we, what do we silence other people? Yeah. And what ways do we prefer others act a certain way because it benefits us or speak a certain way because it benefits us or uh, not say certain things because it would make us look bad. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Light bulbs are going off. Absolutely. I, I think the topic of silencing is huge. And I know that whenever I do Reiki work and things like that, any kind of chakra work, it's always the throat chakra. And I don't well, know that part I have of, full congruence there. <clears throat> yeah. I think part of we tell we preach, be yourself and find happy. Yet when other people are being themselves, we like to squash that shit. Because <laughs> it doesn't fit in line with our... <laughs> oh. Oh my. But that's that's awesome. But I feel like the awareness is where it starts from. Um, I read a Riot Club from, from Stephanie Birch and it, she said... Um, that when someone else is saying something to grab your belly, take a big deep breath. <sighs> Hold your belly tight, she said, and take a big deep breath and think about how you're gonna respond. It's just that awareness. It's well, just the that. Bible talks about it too. Be quick, quick to listen, slow to speak. It's not always easy to do. It's not. I, I definitely um, I think just having the awareness is where it starts from. But then also having awareness when you're not speaking your own truth. My Ben's packing to leave. And I was I was mad at him. Definitely was upset with him this morning. And so I rather than being argumentative, I was just being quiet. Which thank you might have played into the energy that I was picking up on. I'm like, the cat slept on my face of allergies and now I show up here in this. Oh, he couldn't get the heck out of here quick enough. And but, I could tell, I could tell that you were not pleased. And then Ben's trying to sm start small talk. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to engage because I can tell she would, does not want, she would like you to leave now. And <laughs> well, it's just, it's other than that though, but I was, so rather than being argumentative with him because we did enough of that last night, I just said, mm, okay okay and he'd ask me something which had nothing to do with me it had to do with him and his camping trip and i would just say well whatever you want to do because ultimately i don't give a fuck i'm not right going not with you there it's not me it's yeah i don't care if you don't have a sleeping bag what, yeah well what do you think about this should i bring the cream cheese for the bagel don't uh, know don't actually care but i'm a bitch because i don't care I don't care if you don't, if you take cream cheese that I bought you or not. I bought it as a suggestion. If you don't want to take it, here's here's the thing. Guys are way more sensitive and whatever than we are sometimes. I believe this. Like, I believe that they are sometimes more sensitive than we are. They just pretend like they're not. Yeah. Why? I don't I, know. I'm I am completely okay with saying, hey, I'm really sensitive. That hurt my feelings. I can say that to him. Right. I can say, hey, when you act that way, I mean, uh, it verbatim, it hurts my feelings when you act when you do, when you treat me like that. Super duper. I don't think I've ever heard that sentence come out of his mouth, ever. No. Oh, that's or, not, that's or what his they, is, they don't. Or goes, I'm well, I'm sensitive too. <laughs> <laughs> then I just take, are you mocking me? Oh, you really are sensitive. <laughs> I forgot. I couldn't tell. I'm, this is not a bitch session. So I'm if just... you had said, yes, take the cream cheese, absolutely take the cream cheese. Then I would have been controlling. you would have gotten a better... Right. Nope. You would have been... Right. That's what well, I was thinking. If you said take the cream cheese, he would have been like, well, what if I don't want to take the cream cheese because it's going to melt? Why yeah, are you asking there, me? I don't think there would have been a right answer this morning. So that's why I just didn't talk to him. Right. You can't argue if you're not talking, right? right? Absolutely disengaging can be the best tool in the toolbox when it comes to these sorts of things. Yeah. I. It would be even better to speak your truth and say, I don't feel like I can win right now with any answer that I give you. So do whatever you think you should do with the cream cheese. Okay. I'll take that one. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, one. like, how often do we do that? We don't do that. We say, I don't fucking care if you take the goddamn cream cheese. That's what we say. I just tell you Well, the mother's like, well, if I wouldn't have bought it, if I didn't think you would want cream cheese with your bagels when I said, do you want, what would you like to eat when you go camping? No, I think you should Do you take want cream cheese? The muffaletta spread. Take the muffaletta spread to put on the bagels. Oh my God. It's like, should Better I take yet, this? Take that bagel and stuff it up your ass. Do that. Or leave it and I'm going to eat it because bagels sound amazing right now. Oh, a sesame were, seed bagel? They were everything bagels. Oh, I'm a sesame seeder all the way with like cream cheese so deep you can see your teeth marks in it 
I put avocado on it, actually. I took one before he left, mm. and I opened the cream cheese, so he's taking opened cream cheese on his camping trip. <laughs> That's what you get for asking. <laughs> All right. 53 minutes. I think this Minus is... the first two minutes where I was, like, trying to function. That's part of it, though. You know, it's entertaining to be yourself. Okay, mm, yes. I wish you the best of luck. Um, on one, not just on the show, on clothes shopping today. Oh I know you'll find gosh. something that you'll rock. I'm gonna need vodka. No, you're not. And and then you're gonna also that is probably contributing to some of my inability to entertain to be as entertaining. You've been sober or been extra drinking? No, dude, I've been like keto 100% not having a bite of anything I didn't even have a bite of a waffle crisp potato chip thing that my husband brought and I really wanted to oh god dieting will make you a cranky that's what's happening (laughs) it's not just diet I don't diet I'm like crash crash diet like crash starving I tried to do a keto shake that shit was so gross have you tried that mushroom coffee I was like well this is a great way to be bulimic mushroom coffee yeah it's this new thing. It keeps coming up on my feed. And then I saw it at Walmart and I was oh, like, they're taking it too far. I'm like, if you're selling it at Walmart, it's not giving me any psychotropic effects. I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> Walmart's got the wrong demographic for this. Right. Wrong. Um, wrong yeah. Wrong no. Wrong. So that's probably contributing to my inability to think straight. Yeah. I, I'm full blown ketosis status right now. And I know you're going to rock it. Thank you. Um, and But I really want to do one more circle back and shout out. There, I said circle back. Circle back and shout out to the listeners because we are, we had so many, so many ratings in the last week or two. I got a notification that we hit five stars, a five star podcast. That means nobody doesn't like us. No, we have some, we have some three stars in there. Just means there's more five than three. <laughs> what are they? Oh, I don't, I don't, I'll just... FYI, I don't know anything on our ratings. I don't read. I don't comment. I don't know anything. I'm going in this thing blind. Like and I'm this. and I'm the opposite. But I'm going to learn not to do that probably. But for now, I do read and comment to everything. But if you don't comment and you don't rate, then this doesn't grow. Right? So don't think that it's not appreciated. Um, and even I don't want to just. I don't want to. Yeah, even the three stars. Let yeah. us let us know that we won't. We'll quit circling back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it is very much appreciated. Um I think and I don't know if people know this is Michaela's baby. This he was your idea. It was my idea just because it was my idea. <laughs> you know, that was like I wanted to have kids. They said I would do it. It was my idea. Now later on I'm going, now why? <laughs> That's terrible. Um, you put a lot of hard work into this and you make it, I mean, down to you're always reaching out to people. This is your hard work and it's paying off. So Thanks, are you looking Amanda. at the fact that on my bra? Dude, don't, I can't even see right now. Like my eyes are so watery. Do I have any makeup left on my face? No, actually you don't. Your mascara is gone. It's like completely been, who cares? So no, I wasn't looking at your boobs. I promise. Well, you wouldn't see much because they're in camouflage. <laughs> I got a camo shirt on. Maybe that's what I need to wear on TV. <laughs> so what, what color do you think you're going to wear? Um, we are going with like a smoky pink and a dark gray. I like it. Um, yeah. But apparently jewel tones are what makes everybody look the best. So like teal, magenta, ruby, you know. Stuff like that. No black, no red, no white, no green. But I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go smoky pink. Smoky pink with a turquoise necklace or white necklace? I think I'm actually going to wear my mala from Bali. Awesome. That says, that was blessed with the words, my words have global wings. Perfect. You think? Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. You're going to do great. I can't wait to watch it. Well, get on get online and watch it because I still don't live in LA. I'm just so nervous. It'll be fun. You'll be great. Do you want me to go with you? If you say yes, I will buy my ticket right now. Or do you think you should? This is your journey. I'm, I think I'm flying. I land at 830. I'm I already looked up the flights. Uber. Do you want me to go? No, but you? I'm saying I'm going to Uber to the hotel and probably go to bed. And then just wake up and put on my oh, I was thinking Imagine Dragons music. And Uber to the studios. And then I'm going to have a celebratory cocktail at 10 o'clock. <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> yeah, because I get back home. I'm flying back at 1. I just was flying down and back. Do you want me to go with you? 
Do you want to go with me? Yeah, I want to go with you. Gonna par- you're going to make me party. No, we're, you're not coming with me. I'm, we're going to go out to dinner. You're going to cause all sorts of ruckus and troubles and get me into way big trouble. We'll show up and in five minutes before you You know that I am air. reflecting on a <laughs> yoga recorded video that we were doing together. And you showed up with no car, no cell phone, barefoot. <laughs> Because you'd gone out the night before. Oh, God. I almost threw up. I didn't tell you the whole time. (laughs) Oh, God. I think you better stay home. (laughs) I do like a party. (laughs) But I I would like to celebrate Monday afternoon when I get back. Okay. You might be tired. Three o'clock. Might be tired to want to see your family. Yeah, we can celebrate all together. Celebrate. Celebrate good times. Can we talk about Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Because um, I know who I will be celebrating this weekend. Oh. Um, Staff Sergeant Travis Tompkins. He's from Oklahoma. Um, He uh, passed away in Afghanistan uh, March 15th, 2011. Um, The Logar Providence. Um, You are thought of every day. And your memory and i have two daughters just like you had two daughters and um i honor you by trying to be a best parent possible to my two daughters because i know you're not there for your two kids so sergeant Tompkins, my two kids are um peeking their head in the window <laughs> you will be honored in um this memorial day weekend but you're honored every day oh i think that's awesome and uh, for people who don't know savannah was in the military although we've mentioned it on the podcast, but maybe they didn't hear that one. And it's a really good reminder that Memorial is about, Memorial Day is not about partying on the lake. It's about the soldiers who fought for our freedom. Yeah. And lost their lives to do so. Awesome ending. Beautiful ending. So, hey, if you want to, shout out this podcast week and and, uh, share your your honorees for Memorial Day and we'll put them on the next podcast. For sure. Loves to all of you. Be safe. Be yourself. Promise you'll find happiness. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out our links. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.